Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Japan, the show that brings you the most trending news stories and cultural insights from Japan. Today is August 6th, and we're coming to you straight from Akasaka, Tokyo. I'm your host, Julian Demansky, and joining me, as always, is my co host and founder of Japan Insider, Yasuharu Matsuno. Hey, guys, welcome back. So, our headlines for the week are public opinion about the Olympics is improving with Japan's medal hall, the mayor of Nagoya bites a gold medal, infuriating the public. And for our random news of the week, we'll be discussing various minor news stories related to the Olympics. As recently as July 19th, Japan's Asahi Shimbun newspaper reported the results of a telephone survey indicating that only one in three Japanese were supportive of holding the Olympic Games. These results reflected a public fatigued from battling the coronavirus. Despite the negative sentiment, though, the uplifting opening ceremony proved to be an inflection point from which the bias against the Games started to evaporate. But what caused this dramatic change? It was, most likely, the pride that the Japanese feel as they watch their fellow citizens rake in an impressive haul of gold, silver, and bronze medals. Stories of inspirational comebacks and the remarkable achievements of Japan's next generation of superstar athletes, especially in some of the newest sports like skateboarding and surfing, are helping to win over the hearts and minds of many in Japan. There is, however, still quite a bit of concern about the potential for Tokyo 2020 to turn into a super spreader event to end all super spreader events that could result in more deaths and overwhelm Japan's already stressed medical infrastructure. Thus, public opinion is still fairly mixed, but lately it has been trending more in favor of the games. Yeah, so we couldn't record last week, so this is actually the first episode after the Olympics has started.、Mm. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, definitely. It's、mm. always.、Uh... I don't, it feels weird when we, we miss a week. It feels, like, it feels like a lot longer since we last did it. True. You know? true. Yeah. It feels like weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Mm. Um, And especially after the you know, event started,、mm. you know, so many things have been happening. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the biggest like, media events in the world, right? Yeah. So it's just like every, day, every hour there's every, something happening. Yeah, every single day. Yeah, almost like every few hours, sometimes yeah, every yeah. hour, we get some big news. So,、mm. yeah, it's all kind of.、Uh, Been a bit of a whirlwind, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All related to the Olympics.、Mm. Mm. So, are you watching any games?、Uh, no, because I don't have a TV license.、Mm. I think I probably would watch some Olympic events, but、mm. you know, if, if I sign up for the license just to watch the Olympics,、mm. then I, I'm in the trap then and I can't escape. Oh, <laughs>、uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, yeah. I can just catch some highlights on.、Uh, Online, it's fine.、Mm, yeah, this is one of like very few times that I can appreciate that you know we have TV in our apartment.、Uh, <laughs> yeah, but did you see the opening ceremony?、Uh, I saw clips of it. I saw the,、mm. the, the, the drone thing that was awesome. They like,、oh, yeah. flew like drone, it was like a thousand drones above the stadium,、mm. and then like they all flew in formation and it looked like a 3D, you know, like the Olympic logo. Yes, they yes. made the logo, but then it like. The logo was like transforming, but、mm. it was just the, the, the lights on the drones changing. That、mm, mm, so mm. was pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That looked good. And did you see the pictogram one? You're talking about the ones in the, the blue suits, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Um, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, thought it was quite, I thought it was quite funny. It was kind of comical.、Um, it was definitely unexpected. <laughs>、mm. Yeah, anyway,、um, overall, I must say, I. Enjoyed watching it. Mm. Mm. And I thought it's interesting because, you know, we recorded the last episode on Friday, exactly two weeks ago.、Mm. 
And that was the day, the day of the opening ceremony. Yeah. You know, we recorded in the morning and then the opening ceremony uh, took place at night. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah. Right. And we basically talked about like how bad of the impression uh, the Olympics has made, uh, most notably Mr. Bach. Mm. You know, but then the ceremony started and, you know, I started watching it on TV with my family mm. and, um, you know, it kind of gave me a weird feeling because you haven't seen that kind of elaborate performance for so long mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, I could appreciate the fact that I'm seeing it live. Mm. Then the athletes from all over the world mm. uh, started, you know, entering the stadium and I started hearing some uh, game music uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. from some of my favorite old RPGs, like, mm. including like Chrono Trigger, you know, Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy and stuff. Mm. And that was my tipping point. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I thought, you know, maybe I should just enjoy watching. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I, like I said, I didn't watch the thing live, but I saw quite quickly on Twitter like all these tweets coming through and everyone was like, oh my God, did I just hear like Final Fantasy playing in the right. outfit? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Most of the games were Squaresoft, Square Enix yeah, games. Square Enix, yeah. Um, do you remember like 2016 mm. when uh, Abe-san came out of the pipe? It was, yeah. it was Mario, right? Mm. Um, so apparently Nintendo was also supposed to be quite involved with the ceremony, mm-hmm. but they put, actually pulled out at the last minute. Because mm. you know their kind of brand image is quite fam- family friendly, right? Right. And with all like the controversy and like companies like Toyota also pulled all their, their yeah, commercials, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo, they, they didn't announce anything, but yeah, they removed uh, their music apparently. Um, that's actually one of the one of many speculations. I would mm. say, like, we don't know the truth. We know? don't know the truth. Yeah, but it's, it may yeah. not be part of the the opening ceremony from the beginning. Mm. Some speculate that uh, it's part of the deal between the largest advertising company called Dentsu Mm. uh, and like something happened between Nintendo and Dentsu Uh. or some people even like expect uh, some Nintendo music should be played at the closing ceremony. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also Nintendo is quite strict about uh, use of their music. Yeah. They're they're notoriously sensitive to like, if they don't like something in a deal, they'll just pull out like straight away. Right. (laughs) You know, despite like so many opinions that the Olympics should be, you know, either canceled Mm. or postponed, uh, according to the survey, 56.4% of the Japanese people watched the opening ceremony on TV. Oh, wow. Okay. That's... 56.4. You yeah, know, yeah. we don't live in like 1960s or 70s, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. Mo- most young people, especially, like never watch TVs. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't realize that many people had a TV license, you know? But I'd imagine maybe they went to their family home or maybe everyone kind of like, you know, everyone goes to the parents' house, right? Because they still have TV or whatever. But Right. I, I mean, te- <laughs> technically, you're right. I mean, for, um, for those like who don't even have like TV, mm may not be included in this this number. Mm. But yeah, roughly one out of like, you know, two people in Japan mm. have watched the ceremony live. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a staggering number. That, that is big. Yeah. Especially because like, you know, um, like with a lot of big sports events, they always play them in like sports bars and stuff, right? Mm. But at the moment, those kind of places are not closed, but yeah, they're really I trying mean- to limit limit the numbers yes right? yes exactly yeah i mean many of them are closed yeah because i think it started quite late at night i was about to say because like, yeah, it started at 8 p.m 8 right PM, and that's yeah. the time all the bars have to close at close. Tokyo. and then it went on for almost what like three hours yeah yeah it was quite long right? yeah quite so long. 
Yeah, I don't know. That is actually quite surprising mm. when you consider all, all the factors. <laughs> and yeah, from the fair standpoint, you know, if you go back home, turn on the TV, and there's some, you know, massive, like elaborate, you know, gorgeous ceremony mm. like taking place. Yeah, I mean, you're rather inclined to watch it, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, like I said earlier, they're kind of known for being very like elaborate and, you know, just bombastic and just everything, you know. So, I guess for many Japanese people, they just want to see like, oh, how are we being represented to the world? That's one thing. And also,、uh, do you know like how many athletes have attended the, the ceremony?、Uh, thousand, maybe? Yeah, so it was,、uh, it was actually more. Oh, wow.、Okay. And there were about like 6,000 athletes in total. Oh, really? That many? Yeah, from、okay. all over the world,、yeah, like over、so. 200 different countries. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's when you think about it, like it's, it's mental,、mm. you know?、Um, and it was simply kind of like fun to watch、um, like various athletes from, you know, many different countries.、Mm. You know, they're all、uh, dressed differently.、Mm. Um, and it seemed like many people are having a good time, you、mm. know?、Um, it was also interesting, like many of them. Smartphones、mm. and taking like selfies, and oh, they were allowed to. Yeah, I didn't notice actually.、Uh, yeah. So, in principle, I heard、uh, it was prohibited, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, Gaijin smash, <laughs> yeah, and we can't really blame that, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, it's it's once in life kind of experience, true. Yeah, I would want to take some photos with my phone as true, well. True,、yeah. it's not like it's not going to be filmed though, right? They're having like 500 cameras filming the whole event. So、yeah, maybe yeah. not as necessary. But yeah, I think, I think a selfie is always more personal.、Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, even just a few of them. Yeah. Or I just want to record myself like walking out to like Chrono Trigger music. That would be. <laughs>、uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah. when they played it, right? When all the,、uh, the athletes were coming yes, out. Yes, yes. I think was each team had a different song or like it was just kind of like、uh, wasn't so specific. I, I think、uh, they used about like 15 different songs. Hmm. So they just kept repeating it. Like, oh, after okay, they, yeah, yeah. you know, covered all the songs on the list. Oh, that's it. Cause, yeah, because I didn't see the whole like people coming out like part. Because that's obviously quite long, like 200、mm, countries.、Mm. I just saw like clips of the different songs,、mm. but I wasn't sure like if each country had their own song or. Yeah, like it was just like a playlist and、mm, just loop, looping. <laughs> yeah, that could have been like even more crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think it's,、uh, it's really challenging for all the musicians、mm. to, you know, kind of like practice and like. Remember all the songs. True, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But、uh, as you also mentioned in the news section, Japan has been winning like many medals.、Mm-hmm. We already broke the record for the number of medals that、uh, Japan has obtained in,、uh, in a single、uh, Olympics. I believe so, yeah. So currently on 22 golds, right? Yeah. And、uh, so many. Yeah, I checked earlier because I couldn't remember. But、uh, in Rio 2016,、uh, Japan won 12 golds.、Mm. So already like nearly doubled. Yeah. And there's, yeah. there's more events to go, right? right. So, and not just for gold, but、mm. uh, also like、uh, all the medals in total. Total, yeah. Yeah, yeah has already broke the, the record.、Mm. And we're still at the midway point. So,、mm. yeah, it's, it's possible that we could be winning like, I don't know, like over 40 gold medals or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It <laughs>、uh, definitely seems a reasonable assumption to make. <laughs> Yeah, after seeing all those you know, great performance and achievements by、mm. the athletes, it's rather difficult to feel negative、uh, about the event. 
True, yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it, you know, a lot of people have um, a negative opinion of the IOC, mm. us included, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I still do. But, you know, these athletes are just people who, you know, they just want to achieve what they've been working their whole life for, mm. right? So it's not really against them. And also athletes should be the ones that have been going through the, the toughest time mm. over the past like, one or one and a half years. Yeah, right? yeah. Absolutely, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, just a couple of uh, standout uh, stories for me. One was a um, 13-year-old Momoji Nishia mm. who won the first ever, like, gold uh, for skateboarding mm, in the Olympics. Mm, mm. Oh, yeah, Japan. yeah. And, I uh, saw that. And, yeah, 13 years old. It's kind of crazy, <laughs> right? Mm. Um, and also the uh, mm. the Abe siblings, uh, brother and sister, who both won. Oh, uh, judo. Yeah, the judo, right? Yeah, yeah, that was, that was impressive. Can you imagine like, the parents? How proud you'd be. That's, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Incredible, <laughs> right? single day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so, it's unimaginable. Yeah, yeah. The, the pictures of them, you just like, their faces are just beaming. It's like crazy. Yeah, yeah. that should be like the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of crazy. And one of those, you know, Olympics is always full of like inspiring stories, but that in particular, mm. it's almost like impossible that that right. would happen, right? So that was mm. really cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, judo has always been, you know, I mean, judo has always been part of the tradition uh, of Japan. Of course, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, many people uh, practice judo in middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. And almost, I, I believe, almost all policemen uh, practice judo as part of their uh, oh, do training. They? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't, wow. don't miss oh, okay. them, right? <laughs> But uh, what I thought was interesting is, yeah, the for example, the skateboarding. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't see many skateboarders in Japan. True, right? yeah. It's very, it's quite frowned upon, isn't it? Especially like, in, mm. like, it's not really, is it illegal in the roads or it's just like kind of like not permitted kind of thing? Um, I think should be permitted on the road, but mm. at the same time, you... You're not supposed to do all those like, stunts and tricks, and, yeah, yeah, stuff. tricks, uh, okay. yeah. So I don't really uh, blame anyone for it because mm. there's simply no enough space for you know this kind of thing, mm. especially in Tokyo. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Tokyo is quite different than the U.S. and mm. you know other countries where there are plenty of lands to you know practice skateboarding and. You know, do, do whatever. <laughs> True. I mean, in most cities, yeah, people just do it on like stairs and like railings and stuff, right? Yeah. But I don't think I've ever even seen like a skate park in Japan. I'm sure there are some, but. Yeah. But again, like uh, there aren't enough parks in, mm. in Tokyo, maybe. And yeah, there's just no enough like dedicated space for the, the skateboarders. Mm-hmm. You've seen the news of uh, Yuto Horigome. He's like 25 year old uh, guy. Who won the gold medal at uh, skateboarding? Yeah, I kind of saw that story, but I, I missed out all the details. I think I just remember seeing like a picture of him. It seems like he's sponsored by Nike. Mm. Yeah, so uh, this T-shirt he's uh, he was wearing during mm. the competition. Like I went on the the Nike's like online store to mm. to check it because I, I thought it was kind of cool, mm-hmm. and it was immediately sold out. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, for all different sizes. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Like, I I almost don't know anything about skateboarding, mm. but this Mister Horigome and the the girl uh, missing Shia, mm. you know, they're like new heroes. Mm, yeah. So I'm sure you know many young kids, you know, small kids would look up to them, and they would also start, you know, doing skateboarding. 
Yeah, I think so. It's a really cool, yeah, especially for, it's definitely a younger person's sport. Mm. Um, but I think the fact that it can win Olympic golds will help change the minds of a lot of like more stubborn of the older generation. You know? Oh, yeah. Definitely. And they'll just think, oh, that's not a real sport. Mm. But they'll be like, yeah, but I've got Olympic gold. So mm. what, how is that not real, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's that's a really big step. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I even saw that on a Twitter, there was a video of a Tony Hawk, mm. you know, like the most the most famous skater in the world. Oh, yeah. You know, he's, he's got all the games, right? The, right, right. Even uh, I've uh, heard of his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he's in Japan. He came to Japan to witness the tournament. I think he was operating for maybe like NBC or some some big American news outlet. Um, but there was videos of him like hanging out with these these guys, mm. uh, Horigomi and uh, Nishia. Yeah, just kind of uh, to witness, you know, like the, I guess like the inauguration of the um, the skate skateboarding in the Olympics. Mm. Uh, uh, there was one comment that I found online uh, by an anonymous person, mm-hmm. and which I agreed with the most, um, you know, about like Japanese people's sentiment towards the Olympics. And he said, you know, people who were claiming to cancel the Tokyo Olympics this summer mm. doesn't mean uh, they were fundamentally against the event itself. I do know many people supported the Olympics and wanted to see it happen. But it was a matter of the timing uh, mm. based on the current COVID situation. But those people, including myself, uh, support the event once it started. Mm. Uh, plus, we are all supposed to stay at home. So it's not surprising that more people are watching it than usual. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think this is an accurate uh, analysis of the psychology of many Japanese people. Mm. Mm. But I think many people, including myself, still hate the chairman of the committee. Yeah, I think that's the general consensus, right? Like, I've got, I'm not hugely into sports, but I've got nothing against the sports. I've got nothing against the athletes. Mm. Um, you know, it's just, I think it's the the, the concept of the, the Olympics is, is cool. It's mm. just like, you know, the world's best athletes, from regardless of country, race, gender, mm. sexuality, whatever. You just come and you, you compete in your sport. Mm. And if you're the best, you get the medal, right? Right. But the IOC, you know, is what people hate, I think. Mm. So I think, you know, the, the, the concept of the Olympics has been around for a very long time. Mm. And I don't think it should change, but I think the people who run it, there should be some kind of change there, you know. Yeah. Some kind of shuffle up a new president, a new, a new structure to the way that it's organized or something. Mm. Uh, maybe like all of the chaos that this, that's happened over the last couple of years. Mm. Maybe, maybe that will lead to some change. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say, right? Right. And there's also controversy over the effects of the Olympics Mm. uh, on the COVID situation in Japan. Mm. Because, of course, we've invited close to, what, like 10,000 people from all over the world. Mm. And they're like mingling, uh, you know, inside the village and Mm. the stadium and stuff. But at the same time, as I've kind of like mentioned earlier, uh, more people are uh, staying at home uh, to watch the games. And... We don't have the exact number, hmm. but I, I guess that's one of the uh, positive sides of holding this event in relation to the, the COVID situation. But yeah. at the same time, I just checked the number this morning, and it was the first time that Tokyo has seen uh, over 5,000 uh, people mm. that got newly infected in a single day, uh, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's just very concerning for sure. Yeah, it's kind of wild to think, right? I think it was about a month ago. It was like the first time since like the end of January that we crossed mm. thousand cases right. 
in uh, in Tokyo. So it all kind of settled down. We were getting like 500, you know, 600 a day. And it had a little bump um, somewhere in May, mm. but then it kind of went down again. But now yeah. we've got this massive spike, uh, yeah. the biggest that we've had. Mm. And it, it seems to be in the space of like three, four, five weeks. Mm. Just kind of going exponential, isn't it? So Yeah, seems out of control. Mm. Mm. But I mean, obviously the, the timing... It's not just a coincidence, it's time with the Olympics. But I don't think it can be blamed entirely on the Olympics. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah, I was about to say that because yeah. uh, it just started skyrocketing um, since a few weeks ago. And Olympics only started two weeks ago. Mm. And it, you, there is usually a time lag of a, a few weeks, maybe mm. a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Until people get infected and they... And they like start to show symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to say like where it might have come from. It, it it's just a bit later than what I initially suspected was like from Golden Week, which is like the first second week of May, right? It's like first week of May. It's like the big uh, national holiday. Mm. But then, like a couple of weeks after that, there's actually quite a big drop in the numbers. Mm. So I thought maybe, oh, maybe that would cause a, a spike, but it didn't. It didn't apparently. Yeah. But then in like. June and July, nothing really happens in Japan, right? There's no big... Yeah, except that uh, my most realistic assumption is that, you know, because uh, by late June or so, people knew that the Olympics is going to happen no matter what. Mm -hmm. So people thought, kind of felt that, oh, okay, if the Olympics is happening, then, you know... Mm. What's the reason why we should be staying at home, (laughs) you know? If the Olympics is happening. So yeah, it's, it's not really entirely due to the fact that people gathered, you know, and people from like outside Japan gathered for the event. But it has kind of like affected the the people's mindset, Japanese people's mindset in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And the state of emergency has been declared, what, like almost like Five, four, four, five four times. Five, yeah, kind of. Can't I even think remember. this is like <laughs> our like fifth time, right? It might be. Yeah. So you know, like define emergency. Right? Yeah, that's. It. I think I. Th- I was gonna say as well. Yeah, I think the main reason, you know, because like I said, it's not the Olympics. The main reason is just that people have gotten fed up and have just basically gone back to normal. Exactly. You go out in the streets, and yes, everybody's wearing masks, but mm. like people are just doing their life as normal. Mm. And yeah, but at the same time, what's What's scary to me is that by now, over uh, 35%, one out of three persons in Japan have got uh, vaccinated twice. Mm -hmm. But still, we are seeing the record high numbers. Yeah, yeah. Mm, So, yeah, I'm not sure like how effective the vaccine is uh, towards the virus and especially against the variants. Yeah, that's a a tricky one. And it's because it's too new. People don't know the, the effects of it yet. Okay, so let's move on to the next story. Okay, so uh, this story is from Mainichi. A mayor of Nagoya City, Takashi Kamura, has faced a barrage of criticism for abruptly biting the Olympic gold medal won by a member of the Japanese women's softball team. The mayor's stunt occurred on Wednesday when Miyu Goto, a 20-year-old pitcher hailing from the Nagoya City, visited the municipal office following the team's victory over the United States. When Goto put the medal around the neck of Kalmura, the 72-year-old mayor first grabbed it and said, it's heavy, and took off his mask and suddenly bit the medal without asking her permission. 
The image of Kamara's middle biting went viral on social media, sparking a backlash against him not only from her supporters and Olympic fans, but also from top athletes. Judo athlete Naohisa Takato, who won gold at the Tokyo Olympics, said on Twitter, I myself have been careful not to scratch my gold medal. Goto has too big a heart. I would have cried. So, yeah, I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's um, I don't, kind of a bizarre story. It's, it's quite, it's funny in like a tragic way. Because mm. um, I don't think it's funny, but like, it's just one of those like, what what were you thinking kind of moments, right? Yeah. I mean, um, especially like amongst Japanese people who are known for being respectful, right? Mm. It's like very high up on your like list of priorities as a Japanese citizen. It's mm. like, be respectful, right? Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's very disrespectful to say the least. Mm. But yeah, I, I know it's like the classic pose, right? The athlete gets the medal and then they bite it. You know, is this real gold? But it's like, it's, it's your medal, right? That's yeah, the, it's your medal. Yeah, that's yeah. The, the defining difference here. It's not his. Yeah, good or bad, this is probably the biggest news in Japan since yesterday. Mm. And uh, did you see the video? Yes, yeah, so I'd only seen the pictures before, but yeah, I just watched the video now. And mm. uh, I mean, it gives the same kind of image, but yeah, he, he looks so like... <laughs> pleased with himself <laughs> like <laughs> like a naughty schoolboy. i know right? and then like uh goto-san she looks at, it's hard to tell because she's got a mask on but mm. she looks a bit like like what, what are you doing like she yeah. looks a bit disappointed, right? i mean it happens so quick mm. like by the time like he took off his mask like she you know she couldn't stop him mm. like even if she wanted to yeah right? yeah mm. and she can't like shout at him like in front of people right that's that would also be considered like bad yeah so she she has to like politely stand there and yeah it's quite what's what's (laughs) wrong with this guy like imagine your most like precious item like being bitten by this this old man (laughs) like like think of an accessory given by your most like beloved like wife or something (laughs) i mean it's gold medal right yeah Yeah, it's it should be like one of your most like precious like items yeah i'm laughing because it's weird like it's not funny I'm laughing because it's like it's so inappropriate. Exactly. That, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's Same. not funny. It's just like yeah. I'm I'm laughing it's out of like unthinkable. Right? Yeah, because I can't believe that he thought it was fine. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know um, where you're coming from. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's not been any like official word, but like I've heard like it's quite likely he will have to resign now. Oh, you you saw, you saw such comments? Yeah, yeah. Like I even saw like a news article, not saying that he was definitely going to resign, but. But maybe there was like a statement put out from his office saying like he he regretted his actions and and then there was like speculation online. People were saying like mm. like well, I think more people were like we'll make him resign. Like, mm. we'll, we'll we'll just abuse him until he, you know you know what Twitter's like. It, get, it gets a bit rough. But still, like um, he won't get like arrested for it. You know, it's no, not, it's not a crime. It's, it's not a crime, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think what people are thinking is that if he can do this kind of like outrageous. Uh, thing mm. uh, to an athlete and to the the, the medal, mm. then he he could most likely be doing like something you know as outrageous like besides <laughs> this you know yeah I mean it, it's it's one of those situations where like a seemingly small act or like you know when you display a certain type of behavior mm. it can really tell a lot about a person's character. Mm-hmm. And and how much they value certain things. Yeah, yeah. So like, not only did he do this to like in front of the person whose medal it was, mm. he did it in a room full of media. 
like he knew what was being, he knew that it would be seen, right? Mm. But he's like grinning because he thought it was funny. Yeah. And yeah, if he really wanted to do it, you know, if it was like his uh, dream, like since his childhood <laughs> or something, then he could have asked for a, a permission, you know, mm-hmm. even that that's a bit like a bit of a you know random question. And it may be difficult for an athlete to refuse mm-hmm. because he's a powerful like politician. Mm. But he just like, you know, did it right away. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. So yeah, within like five seconds of holding the middle, right? Yeah. And and a lot of people are commenting <laughs> online that it's it's quite out of order that yeah, when the when the athletes won these medals because of the COVID restrictions, they had to put the medals on themselves. Mm. So usually, like the 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 adjudicator for the Olympics, you know, they'll they'll have like a person that hands the medals out, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and they'll put it over the athlete's shoulders. Um, but they were they were kind of handed the medal, then the athlete did it themselves. Mm. So people say it's, it's like double disrespect because like she was even courteous enough to him, she put it over his shoulders. Ah, yeah. She put her own medal over his shoulders, and she wasn't given it in the same way. Right. So yeah, considering the circumstances. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, man. Like to be honest, um, I've read some official statements, mm. but even those, like, I didn't find them really, truly apologetic. Right. Yeah. It, it just sounds like he's making excuses. Like he, right. he thought it was funny or you know meant to be a joke or something, but he's not like sincerely apologizing. Yeah. 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 So it's just making the worst impression. Yeah. I don't um, always say it's like a, it's a. It's a perfect excuse when someone says, "Like I thought it was a joke," because like, but but so, you know that does happen quite a lot, right? Your your sense of humor or your understanding of the situation doesn't line up with everybody else, right? So mm. I can understand that you would do that in the first place, thinking it was a joke, but then after seeing everybody's reaction, mm. you should quickly realize, "Oh, sorry, I was wrong," mm. and apologize. Yeah. You shouldn't just stick to your story, like, "No, but it was a joke." It was. I meant it as I know, a joke. Like, I know. That it doesn't, doesn't matter what that you make thought. It, it doesn't you make know? it fine, right? Yeah, <laughs> your, your action was terribly wrong, mm. you know. He's, uh, he's 100% in, in the wrong. Mm. But uh, what I thought was a bit funny is that uh, this athlete, Goto, works for Toyota, mm. which is the single largest company in Japan. Mm. And of course, uh, it's the, the largest company in Nagoya Prefecture. Mm. So... You know, even all all these like politicians uh, need to be maintaining a good relationship with the uh, the biggest like local business. Mm-hmm. And so he went to uh, Toyota with with his uh, secretary uh, on a car mm. uh, to to apologize what had happened. Right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think it was only yesterday. Wow. Okay. Uh, but uh, he couldn't even enter the building. Oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so he said like uh i apologize from the car oh man that's uh, that's like, embarrassing yeah what a loser. <laughs> but you know if he's like disliked by uh, toyota so much mm. then it may be real difficult to maintain his uh his position as a local politician yeah yeah i mean like you said toyota is like the biggest company in japan and the city was actually named after the company right yeah there is toyota city that's how Big this company. Is, oh right? yeah, it's like the Lord of Nagoya and Aichi Prefecture. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, but actually, the company put out a statement um, saying yeah, it was an unworthy act and lacked respect. Mm. So, like, I mean, the, the statement was longer, but that was like the key, um, the key takeaway there. Um, mm. 
and we say, uh, we, we, truly, we truly hope the mayor will behave appropriately as a leader. I don't know, that, that makes it sound like they're not expecting him to step down, but... But yeah, even if he doesn't resign right away, there's no way he'll be re-elected. Yeah, that's the thing. When re-elections come, like, oh, that's the guy that bit the medal. Like, yeah. That, that's your... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's your legacy now. Yeah, yeah. That's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I, I think I may have said, like, Nagoya Prefecture mm. earlier, but uh, it should be Aichi Prefecture. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Toyota is the largest company in IT prefecture, mm. and Nagoya is just a city. All right, so those are our big scandals for the week. Lots of uh, news, but we've got a little quick fire round coming up. So me and Yasu are going to just uh, share a couple of stories each that we thought were not big news this week, but were still kind of noteworthy and kind of funny. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'll let you take it away, Yasu. Uh, my favorite story was that uh, Japanese snacks are so popular amongst all the athletes mm. at the Olympic Village. Uh, so it seems that various Japanese snacks are available at the at the cafeteria of the Olympic Village. Right, okay. And many athletes are enjoying them a lot. Mm. And I heard in principle, they're not like supposed to like uh, bring them like outside the cafeteria. Mm. But, you know, because they are so good, uh, many athletes are kind of like cramming all the all the snacks into their pockets. <laughs> so there was one tweet uh, from a Japanese athlete uh, talking about it. And you can see a bulge <laughs> as they leave the, the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't blame them because, um, yeah, some of them are so, so good, you know. Yeah. And I always wonder why, you know, not many of them are available outside Japan. So uh, to name a few, uh, have you heard of uh, Apollo Chocolate? Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, I don't think it, I've tried that one. I saw like Apollo Chocolate. Um, and kaju gumi, which is like a fruit juice gummy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those. Yeah. And uh, takenoko no sato, mm. uh, which is uh, bamboo sprout chocolate. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, great, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's like mushroom ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and meiji milk, milk chocolate. Oh, okay. So none of these are kind of like the more like outrageously flavored like Japanese ones. They're quite like, they're like biscuit and chocolate kind of ones. They are yeah. really, they are really good though. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, maybe not all of them, but at least some of these snacks deserve more uh, exposure, like outside Japan. Mm, sure, yeah. And um, I think this is a great opportunity for the, you know, snack makers in Japan. And, you know, it seems like a like win-win situation. Yeah. I mean, as long as they're not outrageously expensive in other countries, that's the only problem. Mm. I, I used to buy, like, where I used to live in England, there was a, actually a Japanese sweet store in the town. Right. And yeah, they were like five times the price. It was yeah, really yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. I've visited the ones in the US before, mm. but yeah, of course, you know, because of the, the transportation mm. and the importation tax and stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah more than twice as expensive. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, that's my first pick. All right. Cool. So uh, my story, um, actually, it's not even really a story. It's just a tweet that went out by uh, Michelle Yihi Lee. I'm sorry mm. if I mispronounced her name. Uh, she's a reporter for the Washington Post, and she posted a picture of inside the Tokyo uh, Media Center, um, okay. which I actually visited last week, right? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Part of some other business, you know, but I, I went there to check it out. And uh, they have this, like, drink station, mm. and it's like free tea and coffee. But there's a sign on the thing that says, um, when coffee is all gone, full stop. It's over, full stop. It's <laughs> 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 like, it just sounds so, so, so dramatic, right? Yeah. And, and her tweet said, um, her tweet says, this is such a dramatic sign at the free coffee station in the press filing center. 
Also, mm-hmm. not inaccurate. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of people were sharing the sentiment. Were like, yeah, I can, I can understand because it's obviously like a bad like English translation. Mm. But when you read it, if it was native English, mm. it's like, yeah, when the coffee's gone, it's it's all over. Yeah, and that sounds like the end of the world. And that's how a lot of coffee drinkers feel. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of support for the tweet. Um, uh, like everyone that. just thought it was very, very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that was uh, just a little funny tweet I found. Oh, uh, so that's a nice one. What, what have you got next? Yeah, so my next one is a bit more serious, but I thought it was quite important at the same time. And uh, did you see the new story of an athlete from uh, Belarus? Mm-hmm. Uh, she sought asylum in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it came as a sensational news in Japan a few days ago uh, that Miss Kristina Tsmanovskaya uh, I'm sorry if I, you know, butchered the pronunciation. That's a tricky one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's an Olympic sprinter from Belarus, and uh, she sought asylum on the way back to the Tokyo International Airport, mm. on, on the way to the airport. Mm-hmm. So uh, it seems that, like, she criticized the coach of the national team, and that angered the Belarusian government mm-hmm. for some reason. Uh, so her grandma called her uh, while she was heading to the airport, and told her not to come back to the country. Oh, I didn't because, hear that part of the story. Yeah, because it's it's dangerous. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, she decided to, you know, uh, seek for asylum. Hmm. And I just saw this morning that uh, she has safely arrived in Poland as mm. a refugee. So it was successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's kind of, I don't say ironic, but Poland is like next door to Belarus. Yeah. So like, it's weird how she ended up almost back at home, but not quite. Maybe that's why Poland took um, some kind of sympathy for her. I think so. Maybe they have more of an understanding. Yeah, of the, yeah. Because I, I don't know much about Belarus, so I won't misspeak. But um, me neither. But I really but don't know the yeah, political situation there. That uh, that's what I suppose. I just know it's next to Poland. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, in the episode mm. before, uh, we also talked about the Ugandan athletes mm. running away, you know, from the village and try to, you know, stay in Japan. So. For most people in Japan, like unless we hear these stories, uh, we don't really pay like as much attention to what's happening outside the country, mm-hmm. and especially countries like uh, Belarus and Uganda. Mm. Like we never hear, you know, what's happening in those countries. Mm, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it just reminds me. Uh, it just reminds us of the fact that there are. Uh, there are countries out there that are having, you know, huge societal, uh, political issues. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're like in a completely different situation than Japan. Mm. Mm. Uh, so yeah, my, my second pick uh, is something a little bit more serious. Not as serious as this, but a little mm. bit more serious. Um, so it turns out um, the women's uh, soccer finals, or football I want to say, but it's officially called soccer, mm. unfortunately. <laughs> um, so going into the final of women's soccer for the Olympics uh, will be the Swedish and Canadian teams. Mm. Um, both countries are quite well known for having cooler climates, right? Sweden and Canada. Right. Um, both teams have actually requested that the um, the game be delayed till in the evening because it's actually supposed to start today oh. at 11 a.m. And I don't, I don't actually know if it was postponed or not. Hmm. I saw this news last night, but they requested that the game doesn't start at 11 a.m. Because that means that in the middle of the game, it'll be like 34 degrees outside. Oh, yeah. And just unbelievably hot, right? So it's right. not just like it's super hot, but it's 
it's like people from Canada and Sweden. <laughs> they're, mm. not, they're not accustomed to these kind of temperatures. Right. Um, but this, this kind of brings up a point of what a lot of people were saying before the Olympics. It's just like, it's too hot in Japanese summer. Yeah. And there's been people collapsing, like athletes and even people just like referees and stuff, like just standing right. there. It's been a bit of a, I think it's not been a big story compared to other stuff, but mm. it's been happening a lot. Yes. And it was completely predictable, I think. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, may- maybe it's time for uh, the Olympics committee to like reconsider the, the timing. Mm. And also if they want to keep, you know, holding these events uh, in the middle of like summer. Mm. Yeah, I mean, may- maybe they should do it indoors. Yeah, I think so. I mean, from what I've heard is like you can close the, the roof of the stadium, right? Yeah, I believe so. It's like motorized mm. and, and the, even has like aircon inside the stadium. Yeah. It seems like mental not to do that. I think actually, sorry, earlier I said it was the finals. I think I misspoke. I think it's the semifinals. Mm. But the funny the funny part of the story is that like on the same day, uh, so Sweden and Canada are playing each other, but then uh, I think it's Brazil and Mexico are playing each other. Mm. Two like very warm countries. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but their, their game starts at 8 p.m. Mm. in the evening, right? When it should be about 27 degrees or something yeah. and no sun. That's the big difference. Right. So a lot of people are saying, like, why don't they swap the game? Because, like, Brazilian and Mexican people <laughs> are very used, used to it, it right? Yeah. I don't say they want to play in that heat. It's still uh-huh. ridiculously hot yeah, for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it just seems that, like, those pairs of countries, it's very <laughs> ironic that they're the wrong way around. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, so that wraps it up for our kind of random stories uh, for the Olympics. There's almost too many to mention. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll share some more next week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's move into our final segment of the show, Word of the Week. So today, I'm going to introduce to you a relatively new word, which is a combination of both a Japanese word and a Japanese English word. The word of the week is inka. Inka. Kya. Oh, kya. Yeah. Oh, okay. So... Inkas in is a Japanese word, and in. ka is a shortened form of uh, an English word. Okay. And it's combined to describe something. So, like, in, I'm thinking of, like, because... It's a noun. Yeah. Think of, like, kanji that have in, like, to hide, or, like, inkyo, to, like, mm. to retire. Not too far off. No. Uh, it's it's quite similar, but a different kanji character. Uh, okay. Um, and kya, kya, when, when it's used for English words, it's things like camping mm. or like campaign, right? Mm. So it doesn't sound the same because it's kya, but not ka. Oh man, can you give me a clue? <laughs> yeah. So maybe this one is quite difficult, but the opposite of inkya is yokya. Yokya. Hmm. Maybe the biggest hint is, you know, in and yo. Uh, yo. In and yo. Like, they are read as yin and yan. Oh, uh, okay. In English. Right, okay. Yeah. So, do, do you know the meaning of in, yin and yang? Oh, uh, well, it's like the perfect but balance, right? The harmony of like two two opposing things. It's like... Yeah, but what are they? Like, what's the meaning of like each character? Don't actually know because I mean it's the yin and yang is Chinese, right? So I don't know what kanji they use. So I don't know what they are in Japanese. 
So, uh, in, light and dark. Yes. Light, right. Yes, yes. Or positive and negative, right, plus okay. and minus. That that kind of uh, like meanings uh, be, behind this character. But for example, Yo, you know Taiyo, right? I was about to say Taiyo, yeah, yeah, the taiyo. sun, right? Yeah. Okay. And in it means like shadow or yeah. shade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And basically, Inkya and Yokya are used to describe someone. So. Char- oh, ki- ki- character. Yes. Character. Oh, man, you got that was, it. That was tricky. So, <laughs> so the, that sounds a bit more like an anime kind of thing. Wait. Kind of, but uh, it can be used often in anime as well. But uh, it's, yeah, something a lot of like young people these days use. You know? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm just an Inkia. So like, I, I don't belong to that, like uh, those like party, party people or, uh, okay. you know, I'm not, I'm not Yokia, you know, I'm not Yokia like uh, him, you know, he's like a rock star in school or. Oh, so Yokia is not like necessarily like dark, but it's mean more like, it's like a bad, yo, yo, like, like a bad boy. I mean, Yokia's yo. Uh, is the, the character used for Taiyo, which means sun. Oh, right, right yeah, sorry. Yeah, so, oh, in, in, yeah. yeah. Oh, so is it like extrovert and introvert? Yeah, yeah, something quite oh, similar. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, or wow, like tricky, yeah. bright or kind of relatively dark uh, or reserved personality. Yeah, like your kind of, your personality is hidden in yeah. the chat. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah so, so it's, ink, yeah. it's nothing about like good and evil or positive and negative. It's more of like, yeah, it's not nothing to do with like good or bad. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Whether you're more like sociable or ah, not. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That sounds like introvert. Extrovert. Yeah, introvert and now introvert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. that's the closest worst. But it's hard to describe. But Linkia has some like negative like nuance to it mm. because of the the character used in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like introvert is more like heading like inside and outside. It's not like. Positive or negative, right? Yeah, it just means that you prefer to be away from people, mm. you know. But Inka like sounds a bit like darker because of the the character. Would used. it be? Could you link it to like Hikikomori? Like, is uh, or, or is that a bit unfair? Is yeah, it's a bit too extreme. Mm. Let's say in school, like Inka is more of a person that uh don't have like too many friends mm. uh but who remains relatively quiet in mm. the classroom mm. yeah yeah i get i get the uh, yeah the kind of character and yoka like he he belongs to uh you know sports team mm. and like has many friends i see, I see and yeah. yeah like very outgoing personality has many friends i see, I see. yeah and things yeah like that. that's interesting yeah i never would have guessed that Mm. In a million years. <laughs> yeah. So these days, like um some some young people uh describe themselves as oh I'm just an Inkya. So right, you right. know, uh you know, I'm not like him, you know, who, who's Yokya or yeah, yeah. something like that. Would you say it's quite arrogant to describe yourself as Yokya? I wouldn't say arrogant, but um yeah, I usually hear most people describing themselves as Inkya. Mm. Yeah, not arrogant, but it sounds a bit self-conceited like yeah, uh, yeah, if yeah. you describe yourself as like yokia yeah because that's what i mean uh is yeah because I, I feel like i get the then like you just said like the more negative side to inkia mm. but when you say something negative about yourself it's always seen as more humble right 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 but when you say something really positive about yourself then it saying it seems a bit arrogant yeah but, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i just like uh you know i just I just see these words being used like very, very often mm. uh, online these days. Mm. So, yeah, I just thought like it's worth sharing with you. 
That's very interesting. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's one that I would probably never even discover on my own, especially <laughs> if it's like a young person slang. Yeah, but I feel like that's that's one that can kind of go quite deep. You know, it has quite mm. deep meaning. Mm. So it's good to it's good to have the reference. Yeah, I mean, if you go to um, the comment section of like any uh, YouTube videos, mm. then yeah, you see these words like quite often. Mm. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> All right, very interesting. All right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's show. So whichever platform you're listening to us on, make sure that you're subscribed for a brand new episode every single week. Thanks for listening, everyone. For our latest video on YouTube, go check out youtube.com slash japango. Okay, everybody. So stay healthy, stay safe. And uh, if you're a yokia, maybe you should practice being an inkia for the moment and uh, stay indoors. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from that, that horrible virus. And we'll be back next week for the very next episode of This Week in Japan. Mm-hmm.